What's up? The NBA is back. It was good to have it back. It was good to have it back. <laughs> dude, I feel like I'm a kid in this. This is like deja vu. Dude. <laughs> we didn't record this 30 seconds ago, did we? <laughs> People that don't listen often, we fuck up a lot on this podcast. <laughs> and it's usually not my fault. <laughs> Smooth sailing over here. So, uh, recap the first game. Pelicans versus Utah. Utah won on a game. Ga- I mean, what's it called? Brandon Ingram had a chance to win, make a game winner and win, but missed it. But uh, Utah made a good comeback. They were down by 20 in the first half and came back on one. Um Zion looked good. Looks like he needs to play more. Why are they giving him? Why are they restricting my time? He's not. He's not in shape, man. He just came back. He was quarantined. He hasn't been practicing, so they're just kind of taking it a little bit easy. But I, I like how the game started with Rudy Gobert getting an and one, and then right back down to the other side, Zion getting an and one. Yeah. Which was kind of cool just to see the the beginning start, but it was I saw this thing already posting about how you know Rudy was the first one to test positive for COVID, and then he's the first one to score score a basket for the uh, the reopening the NBA restart. But um, yeah, it was fun to watch the game. It was just you know it was a good decent decent game. Yeah, I, I I'm surprised they didn't put kind of like maybe like a bigger name like houston versus somebody else but i mean i guess zion is what everybody wants to click in on watch so it makes sense i guess i just thought utah was kind of a weird opponent for them to play but it was either way it was a i mean it was a great game i mean ingram ingram looked solid i mean he once again um the fact that he was taking the game winner and it was set for him to take the game winner says more about his status on the team than anything else um and I don't know. I, I think he's he's going to be a solid player in the league for a long time coming. So he's going to be good. I'm I'm I gotta see more more of Ingram. Um, he's got to be like a good playmaker also, and not just be like a scorer. But yeah, he's yeah. His improvement's been well. I'll tell you really his stat line because I had it up earlier. Um, his stat line's pretty good. Thirty three minutes, seven for twenty. Um. Seven re or eight rebounds. Yeah, you're right. No assists, no steals, one block, one turnover, three fouls. So yeah, he needs to work on his assists. But honestly, on that team, nobody had us except for Ball. Ball had seven assists and Holiday had four. So it's much, very much. It seems like a very much ISO kind of a thing. Whereas actually, both. Yeah, teams. that's kind of how they play. That's that's what I don't like about his game that much. It's it's all ISO stuff. Yeah, but if it's I, not I'm even so at, much like in the flow of the game, it's just like give me the ball, kind of like Carmelo. I'm looking at what's it called the Utah's stat lineups. I mean, no, Donovan Mitchell has five assists. Besides that, it's Conley, and that's it. No one really basically. There's one, two, three, four. Five players that have assists out of nine players. That's, I mean, tells you how basically ball dominant and very little passing happened in that game, you know? Um, but yeah, it, either way, it was good to have basketball back. Um, let's get to the main event. Let's get to the main game. 
<laughs> we're gonna go back and forth on this one. I feel like Lakers Clips. I'll let you go first. Thoughts of the game, bro. You acting like this is the fucking NBA Finals and shit. It's just the one fucking regular season post game that they didn't even have Montrez Hill. They didn't even have Lou Williams and your boys, the Lakers. They struggled. They they struggled to close that one out. What do you mean no? What do you mean? Why are you looking at me like that? They didn't struggle. They were down ten. Was it the end of the third or, or the beginning? They of the were fourth? up by. They came four. back, bro. How many did they win by? They won by three. I'm sorry, two. It was it was tied. LeBron took a shot. No one boxed out. He got the rebound. It would have gotten either overtime or Clippers would have came back. How are you acting like you walked away with like your chest all pr- like high? You're like looking at me like, oh, we whipped their ass. Like you 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 barely squeaked out a win. They didn't have two of their four most most important players. Well, we can get so, into. I mean, feel good about that. You should feel good about it. Feel good about it. Well, we can get into... You shouldn't have anything to no, feel we, good about. We can get into it. why Lou isn't on the court. And actually, that's a topic I wanted to bring up. Hey, you know, he's having fun. He's having he, fun. So put it this way. This is why. And this is... So I, on the last podcast I had with Ali, um, I don't know if you listened to it because I don't think you listen to it if you're not on. But <laughs> it's how important is a six man, especially when a six man that travels so many different fucking teams. So there is a reason why Lou's been on so many fucking teams. There's got to be a reason. Even though everybody loves him, there's a reason why he traps. Like Lamar Odom stayed with a lot of teams towards the end of his career when he fucking became a crackhead, right? Besides that, when he was winning and competing for six man, he was fucking on the same team. You can say that Ginobili, who's considered one of the obviously greatest six men ever his consistent like everyone wanted him but he chose or he saw his value with being with uh san antonio why is it that someone like lou travels so much it's because his kind of knucklehead plays like this like he chooses to go off and be rogue on his own as opposed to putting his team and a championship status as a value for his team so he's in quarantine. He should have well, been. Know, he should have been playing right now. He should have been in this game. I know he's he's been known to be you know kind of like this ladies' man thing. You know he likes to get it in. But besides that, I haven't ever heard anyone say that Lou's a bad teammate or he doesn't show up or he's not about the team. Nothing like that. You I know? agree. And so, agree. yeah, the guy the guy made a mistake. You know, it's not like, but you know, to 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 address kind of your six man point, if you look at, like one, I don't consider Ginobili like a six man. Like this guy's just not really a six man. He just played that position because pop wanted him to but he's not like a six man but if you look at most of the good sixth men in the league they're generally for whatever reason kind of like journeymen like they bounce from team to team and i think it's part of the position it's like part of that role where you're like if you're you're six man you can just come off the bench and kind of light it up so people want that skill I think that's why they they bounce around a lot of the place, because it's like yeah, in one aspect you're going to say well if they're so good the team's going to want to keep them, which is true, but on the other aspect other teams are going to want a player like that in demand. So I think that's why six men kind of typically bounce around a little bit because they can just go anywhere, light it up. They're not system players. They're generally just like scorers that could that could that could put it in. So I think that's why they kind of bounce around. I could be wrong. But I, I think that's kind of part of the reason. If you look at a guy like Jamal Crawford, do you think Jamal Crawford's not like really good? Isn't like 
a standout uh, teammate. He's been on like probably eight teams. No, I agree. I, I, I'm not saying like at, the other thing I was going to say is that if, for example, like Lou Williams is loved by not only the players, but by the media, like he's just a good dude. I'm just saying his level of commitment to, hey, this team has a chance to win this year isn't there. Whereas, like, for example, Caruso skipped his fucking. Right, I saw what. Yeah. Caruso yeah. skipped his sister's wedding to stay in the bubble because he knew he'd be in isolation at some point, you know, in quarantine. So it's like. And then you go to a fucking strip club for wings? Like, come on now, homie. Like, <laughs> like you can avoid a strip club for maybe two two months. Like, it's not a priority. It's not like you're um, a bucket list that you got to take care of during your routine. Hey, we all, we all have our priorities. <laughs> that's okay, my point, so maybe, though. That's my point. Like, maybe lose priorities are different. That's my point. <laughs> yeah, you know. No, I, I, you know, I get it. You know, like, it's not that he's injured. It's not like... Um, she just literally was like, hey, you know what? Fuck it. I'm out of the bubble. I'm going to do what I want to do instead of, hey, you know what? I want to try to get back into the bubble and get back into my team because there's an opportunity to, like, do things right. So, and no, the other point I was going to say, what if somebody that wasn't loved, like, say if it was Harden or LeBron or Westbrook or somebody that isn't loved by media and fans, what if they did that? How much would he be belittled and, like, thrashed by the media well a very simple response lose not a superstar so i mean <laughs> at the end of the day nobody cares that much yeah. you know yeah like if you know you're sixth seventh eighth guy like don't nobody really cares all that much that's that's really okay. it all right all right all right all right all right the other th- <laughs> i was like I would say um, the ma- it's the place he went to is called the Magic City, which is and apparently they do supposedly have really good wings. But like <laughs> I was listening to one podcast, they're like, you know, for the next couple of weeks, no one's going in for the strippers. They're going in for the wings that he got, right? <laughs> <laughs> you better get some free lap dances off of this uh, prom- little pr- little promotion. Um, so what else can we get into? Uh, I mean, we can get into the more of the Laker game, but I feel like you said your part and my part would look. Yeah, what's your part? I mean, my part you- is I didn't like. I wasn't. I just I liked how I saw I saw things on both sides. So I saw PG played really well. Like his game. I mean, he carried that team for a while in the third quarter and into the fourth. He made three threes in a row for uh, the Clippers, which is, you know, leading up to the fourth. I was like, you know, I, I haven't noticed Paul being relevant in this game. And then in a span of like two minutes dropped, you know, 12 points or something like that. So um, it seems like when both Kawhi and, and Paul George are in, Kawhi kind of takes more of a of a dominant lead, it seems like. That until later on in the game, it seems for like most of the game, kind of Kawhi does his thing when like they're both in. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, no. The other thing I noticed is there was a, especially in the first quarter, and I think it's not only the players on each side, but it's I think the refs are just trying to get back into a flow. There was a lot of fouls. There was just a lot. Like it was just so choppy in the there first quarter. There was a quarter. ton of fouls. You yeah. know, like with four something minutes left in the first quarter, they were already shooting fruit. They were all out of fouls. Like it was just it was just kind of choppy and it the game didn't look bad i think they were just calling ticky tack fouls and just not letting the game flow i think i mean it's understandable yeah like it was yeah, the first yeah. game i mean they had the scrimmages but it was like the first real game like it's you know 
Um, the other things I took from the game was that LeBron locked down. Like, LeBron got taken by Kawhi a couple of times when it was, like, middle of the quarter or whatever. But, like, end of quarters, he was locked down. He locked down Kawhi, and then he got switched off to uh, PG and locked him down in the th- end of the third. And then in the fourth, he basically did the same thing. And then, you know, uh, he— I saw I saw what you're talking about. It's like, do it the whole time, you know? We, we, we You know, he's got this, like— one possession spurts of like playing defense. Hey, you stuff, know what? Thirty five. Yeah. If you can Whatever. hold it together for the last, ga- or you hold it together for as long as you can. You know, <laughs> especially the mileage he has on his legs. Hey, if you can, you got to save it for them when it matters, right? He had some good stops. He also got blown by yeah. by Kawhi a few times yeah, yeah, too. Yeah, so, yeah, you know, yeah. it's yeah. Hey, yeah he, there was one possession where he was supposed to switch and he didn't. And um, uh, what's his name? Jackson. Uh, Ro- what's his first name? Um. Reggie. Reggie Jackson Reggie. just went uh, on baseline and just yammed it. It was like, what the fuck are you doing? Follow the, whatever the system you guys are going, switch it. But, yeah. I mean, there was a couple of things like that. But um, what else can we get into? Um, so, okay. So, there's eight games left in the season. And basically, or, yeah, in this, whatever, before playoffs. And they're going <laughs> to basically play it in 16 days. Basically, every other day they're playing. Do you see an advantage for certain players or a disadvantage for certain players? At this point, everyone's rested. You know, everyone's rested. They've all had their break, and they don't have to travel. So they get their day break, but they don't go anywhere. So as soon as the game's over, they can go do their rehab. They could do their therapy, whatever they get, they need to do. And then they get a day of rest. No, like everyone's fine. This is, dude, these are grown men, professional athletes. Like play every other day. It's They, they can do that. They're in, they're in primo shape. They should be. I agree on some of those, but I also think they're not used to playing eight games in 16 days. They usually would play like six games in two weeks. You know, they play I mean, maybe, more or less. That's not a, that's not something crazy to ask right. of them. You know, it's not like it's not 12 games in 16 yeah. days. Yeah. You know, it's eight. So that's that's fine, yeah. man. They go through stretches of the season where they play every other day for like a, a couple weeks. Like, yeah. No, no, no. It's not, I, it's not, it's not too crazy. I, I it's weird because I think teams that either can slow the game down and not have to be run 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 can be more efficient, especially in the third or fourth game into the week, because you're there. You know the stars are going to be playing most of the minutes right now. Um, you only have eight games; they're going to rev up. And then the other thing is, I think play teams that. Um, uh, have a deeper bench will benefit for this two weeks at least. So like Memphis doesn't necessarily have a deep bench, whereas New Orleans does. So I think it might benefit New Orleans trying to catch up to Memphis to maybe compete for that eight seed. Does that make sense? Uh, it it does. I think you're reading a little bit too much into it. I mean, it's it's not going to make that much of a difference. I mean, okay. let's, let's be real. All right. They're, All they're, right. they're rested. All right. <laughs> I'm is, just, you know, like, is, look, I'm so excited. I'm trying to get late season stretch of, of May where the, you know, or the April where the seeds are shifting. And it's like, they're, these guys, like they're just starting. Like they're, they're good. They're good to go. Well, I think, well, Lakers are up now, what, six games on the Clippers. So I don't think they're going to play 
towards the end, they're going to cut down AD and LeBron's minutes. And I think, yeah, I'm sure. I think Kawhi is going to get cut down. That he may not play all eight games. I think he might play like five games. You know, Paul George, same thing. I think they're going to cut down their minutes significantly now that basically everything in the top tier of the West is set up. And then same thing in the East. Like no one's catching up Milwaukee. They're going to probably uh, Giannis. Giannis is going to take off probably like you know three games easily if not he might play like 10 minutes max you know something simple so um yeah i think they're all they're mostly looking at it like let's just get some rhythm and go into the playoffs healthy more than anything yeah. you know let's just get like a little bit of chemistry a little bit of rhythm and then let's you know grind down and take it real serious when the playoffs start yeah 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 i think um I think uh, the teams that are like maybe missing players because they're out of the bubble or coming back from an injury might keep their rotations a little bit more consistent to get a flow of everyone back. Like the Clippers might keep everybody or keep maybe game eight more like a normal routine than maybe a team that has all their players already, if that makes sense. It does. You know what? Thought, uh, thought just crossed my mind too. Sorry. I was thinking just about the Lakers, and you know what I noticed from tonight is they missed not having Bradley and Rondo out there. When the playoffs start, because LeBron had it kind of easy tonight. He didn't have to handle the ball that much. Um, When that gets going, it's going to be a little bit different. But you could could tell there was a noticeable difference. They got by okay, but once again, Clippers didn't have Lou or Montrez either. But... um, I noticed a little bit of a difference. No, I agree. I agree. I think one thing that I I took from it was that I liked that uh, uh, Waiters played quite a bit more than JR because Waiters can bring the ball up. Waiters can kind of start... um, He's more of a facil- facilitator than JR. JR is basically, give me the ball. Either I'm going to shoot it or I'm going to do something and then cross up and do a fadeaway. Waiters like set up a couple of plays and actually had a couple of really good assists throughout the game. Like, uh, Let me see if I can pull up his stat line. But uh, I liked him over JR. Like, I was pleasantly surprised with. Really? See, it's funny because you, you, you know those, those certain players, just their style of play where it's like, don't shoot. Okay, all right, good shot, good shot, you know. You have two of those players on on your squad where they they could these both of these guys can have you ripping your hair out in the playoffs oh, at yeah. times because they're just no conscious. Nope. They're gonna take whatever shot they want, and unless like LeBron, you know, gets a clamp down, especially on waiters, right. like I could just see see there's gonna be a lot of situations where it's like what the. F- what are you doing? You like, know, and you got two of those guys. Waiters played 21 minutes. That's a good amount of minutes for a guy coming off the bench, right? He looked pretty decent yeah. too. Yeah, like he, he had he, he was five okay. for he ten, like, uh, three rebounds, two assists. That's I mean he was plus 17 in the game. He had the highest plus or minus out of everybody on could, in, on on the court. If you could do that, just that every game, you would yeah. Take that to the bank. Oh yeah, yeah. Super happy with yeah. That. He had no, he had no turnovers. I will take that every day. Shoot fifty percent from the field and three assists. I, I'm good with that. I, you, I will be happy. I don't even care how many points he scores, but you shoot fifty percent and no turnovers. I'm good with you. You know, so um, that was that. I was impressed with him. I, you know, I. You, I never really watched him a lot. I don't know if you did, but just because he was on kind of irrelevant teams for the most part, you know. So he was on the East a lot, but no, I saw a lot of 
Lauda Dion. Yeah. Um, so we're not going to play our game tonight because I figured we'd end it with um, we since these eight games don't count towards the the voting for MVP, six man coach, defensive, most improved rookie of the year. Figured we just kind of let's see who we have for these categories. Um, uh, you ready? All right, let's go. Let's, let's go with the defensive player of the year. I, so I'm going to say this. There's only basically two people, I think. It's either Giannis or Davis. Okay. okay. So who do you have? <laughs> I know who you have. <laughs> maybe, I, maybe I have somebody else. Who do you have? Um, I think you might, you might be surprised with my pick. You know what? I'm actually going to go with, with Davis, to be honest, because... Wow! I know. <laughs> I I watched uh, a lot of games this year, and the thing about Giannis is, I think he's a a really good defensive player because of his body. You know, just because of his length, the structure, his build, basically makes him a really good defensive player, and he puts a lot of effort. You know, he he cares on the defensive end, so he he puts forth the effort. Anthony Davis, to me, has a higher defensive IQ. He shifts his feet a little bit better. He reads the defense, and he he just has a better overall feel on the defensive end of the floor. To me, it's just from, like, an eye test, you know, just, like, visually watching it. So um, especially this year... I remember there was a bunch of games where I was just really impressed watching him on the defensive end. It was like nobody could really score on him. You know, he was just like, or, or if they did, he just, it was a very difficult shot or he made him work. Um, really solid sound. And he doesn't foul a whole lot, you know, which is kind of hard to do, especially as like a big guy. He he meets the ball at the top and doesn't, doesn't foul too much when he's trying to block shots. So that's going to be my pick. Yeah, no, year. I like even just for tonight, for example, he got switched on to – uh, Paul George twice that I remember and it was on the wing and Paul George got blocked on the first and then had a turnover and then had a turnover and it was just like and uh, it, there was one possession where he uh, Anthony Davis was on one end kind of made the dude kind of go do un, uh, under and kind of like do a reverse layup and missed it and then comes down and makes a three on the other end you know like yeah, I remember. You know, that. Um, no, he, I, I, he's mine uh, by far. I think on the defensive end. Um, okay, I, I think this that might be well, the but by far. But yeah, I think know, that's the first time we've ever agreed on a category, <laughs> and it's been the Lakers. So I'm just gonna <laughs> let's move on before you change your mind. See the let's difference go, um, once again. The difference between me and you is, I, is I'm not petty. <laughs> what so, you, know, I'm, you I'm, are I'm, petty, I'm petty. <laughs> Hell, hell no. <laughs> Look, I'm petty. Actually, I've said this before. Okay, so I'm petty. You're vindictive. <laughs> you were like... <laughs> yeah, there's this difference. I, I don't get even. I get revenge, you know? <laughs> like, I would just be like, nah, you're wrong. And I would like try to do the same thing back to you. No, no, no. You'll go above and beyond and like stab someone. Like, someone will tell you something and it's, you know, like someone will trip you. You won't trip them back. You'll like push them over a ledge and be like, ha ha ha. We're not, we're not talking, we're, we're talking about opinions here. Okay. <laughs> but anyway, just, okay, just okay. take it easy. Okay. okay when Let's it comes go. To opinions, I'm legit. <laughs> Let's go to um, most improved. 
Most improved. I almost don't even don't want to give this to him, but I'm I'm actually gonna go Ing- Ingram. Yeah, same thing. Because I agree. Um, I agree. He did have a, have a huge huge jump. I mean, he's just he looks like a different player, and he was already pretty good, which I think is. It's one thing if you average, you know, six points, you know, one year, and then you come back and you average 12 the next year. I don't even know what his jump was. But if you're a player that's averaging in the teens, yeah, and then you take a, a big jump, I think is much more difficult um, and impressive. So I'm, I'm going to no, agree. With I, I, the, he, looks, he looks like a, a, a much better player. I think the other two players you could kind of throw in this category are Luka and Bam. And... The reason I don't wouldn't give it to Luca is because you saw his potential last year. Like you were like, oh, he just needs more time. He needs more minutes, or not even more time or minutes. He just needs to play more. Like he just like it wasn't a progression. He was the same player he was last year. He was just I don't know played more games. Yeah, he doesn't look much yeah. different. You know, and then just Bam, a little bit better in shape, obviously. Yeah. But yeah, and then Bam, um, Bam isn't get given the ball at the end of the game. Like, hey, you win it, you know. And Ingram is. And I think that alone tells you more about where he is on the status of that team and how much he's grown from last year to this year. So, oh, wow. I, I'm surprised we have two of the same. Okay. Wow. <laughs> I've gotten excited. You're, you're not, you're not, you're not drunk for once. That's oh, no, no, no. I'm about four sober, shots in right so now. You have a clear mind. Oh, okay. All right. well, the, once the Laker game started, a shot a quarter, homie. <laughs> All right. Next one. Next one we'll go to is, um, Let's go coach of the year. I I also want to say that I think most of these are, aren't even legit because I feel like the tail end of the season, like the last month, has a huge influence on these awards because it's the end of the season. It's where it gets hard. It's where you need to push. It's where the consistent consistency comes out. It's like if you had a first good half of the season or you'd have a whole an entire good season. So it's a little bit skewed because I think stuff changes, you know, it, it shifts your perspective, your decision on, you know, on a player, but for what we have, I guess we're, we're, we're working with. So I think some of these might be different if the season had played out, but um, what was, I completely was agree. I completely, I, oh, okay. I, I think the NBA missed an opportunity of, to make these eight games more relevant than less because all these eight games, they add to the, career stats they add to the total stats they add to you know the minutes played and all that stuff so why would they not be relevant in the voting you know like these eight games are just as valuable as the first eight games of the season you know so i i actually think they missed an opportunity to so they're basically kind of discrediting these uh eight games and their logic might be, oh, well, we don't have all 30 teams. Well, the other eight teams weren't relevant, and there's probably nobody on those eight teams that were going to be in any of these categories. You weren't going to coach a coach of the year on the lower eight teams. You weren't going to get the MVP, rookie of the year, six man. None of those categories were going to be from those teams. So they missed an opportunity to include these games and make them just as valuable as the other ones. They're just kind of diminishing the value of these eight games. So, no, I completely agree with you. I, I think they've they miss an opportunity to provide that, but um, it's just a different season, you know. You can't look at it as and a, it's it's as a normal. Uh, the NBA fact that season. these guys stayed in condition for these last eight games mm-hmm. says a lot about them being disciplined for four months of being away from it, you know. So it's a job, man. What? 
their job. Yeah. It's their hey, job. Uh, <laughs> and their paid job, millions of dollars to do no, this, but, okay? It's, their job is to stay, stay in shape. No, their right job there. is to stay it's, in shape until the middle of June max, yep. and then they, they, they have a month off. They have a month or two a month off before they All get right. back into the gym, you know? Mm-hmm. They're not in shape tw- 12 months out of the year. You can't be. You literally can't be in that shape. Right. And right. they've extended their body. So I think beginning of next year, there's going to be either a lot of players sitting out early just to get back revved up or there's going to be a lot of early on injuries next year because their body I mean dude they're not they're not going to play that one they're not going to play that many games yeah. right now most of the I mean and you think about it bro I mean most of the half the teams go out in the first round yeah. there's only going to be a select few teams that are going to play that much and at the end of the day they they just had a pretty long yeah. rest yeah. they're they're rested they're good to, they're they're good to go yeah. they all got gyms at home man they're they're staying they're staying in shape yeah no I I I just hope I hope there's no injuries. I just hope there's no injuries. I hope that this this layoff didn't I don't know whatever reason or n- early next season. So, but anyway, sixth man of the or uh, coach of the year, who do you got? Coach of the year going Nick Nurse. Nick Nurse. Okay. Tell okay. me you don't have Nick Nurse. Do you got Nick Nurse too? Okay. No, no, no. Um, I, I have him on the list. I don't have him as the Okay. Yeah. Um as as your as your selection. Uh, my reasons for is Raptors they did exceptionally well this year for having lost their MVP, Kawhi, and Danny Green. Um, everyone stepped up, and Nick Nurse proved his system and his coaching ability from last year wasn't just a fluke just because of Kawhi. So um, I'm, that's where I'm going. Um, so there is a, a list of um, coaches that are – so it would be Donovan uh, or Billy Donovan – uh, Frank Vogel, uh, um, what's his name? Nate McMillan, Nurse, and uh, uh, what's it called Milwaukee's coach. What's Milwaukee's coach's name? Um, Mike. Mike Bolt. Yeah. Bol- yeah, whatever his Bol- last name is. Bol- so those are basically the five in that category. Bo- Budenholzer. Budenholzer. <laughs> I, I <laughs> would it give Budenholzer? it to. <laughs> I would give it to Billy. I would give it to Billy on because no one expected them to be in the playoffs, and he lost his. Yeah, that's a good pick. Two, he lost both his stars. He lost both stars and got a old and kind of like teams thought it was the worst contract ever in Chris Paul, and they're fucking in the playoff hunt in the West. So um, I think, I think he's um he's my pick. I think I mean Frank Vogel. I think would be on that list, but I think it's he's got too many stars to be winning to win that award. But um. But I think Frank Vogel, yeah, dude, just yeah, no. But I, I, nah, well, bro. then you can't have nah. Milwaukee's coach in there nah. either. Then you know, like I don't. No, no but like that's I don't. those are the I'd five have, that they I, have. I would consider to me like the I forget his name, but like Memphis's coach. Um, yeah, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah, he, yeah. He he he'd be, you know, he'd be up there, and then um, yeah, that's fine. Memphis, um, I, you know, um. I, I'm looking up his name. It's uh, Taylor Jenkins. Jenkins. I yeah. honestly didn't even know his name until right now. So, uh, but um, I, I just thought that uh, Jeff, uh, Donovan did just the best job. He he took a team that wasn't even supposed to be relevant. They were supposed to be like a lottery pick and put them in the playoffs. You know that's that's good coaching. So, all right. So we we disagree, but we agree that both of them are basically. It could be either or, right? Like either one could win and no one would be offended. So. All right, so let's go to uh, Rookie of the Year. I think this is simple, but 
That's easy. You're going jaw. It's yeah, and it's jaw, right? Like jaw yeah. played more games, yeah. so that and he was yeah. more relevant. If Zion would have played the whole season, he and most likely, yeah. probably would have got it. But yeah, yeah. I mean, jaw deserves yeah. okay, it. So that's great. easy. That's easy. We both have that. All right, sixth man of the year. Sixth man of the year. I'm going, um, Montrez. Okay. That mine. Actually. Mine was either him or Dennis. Uh, Sh- shooter. Schroeder? Yeah, Schroeder. Schroeder. I would have him because, uh, um, once again, yeah. they, those, are, those are both good. I'm going you know, to Montrose because he's like a, I feel like he's just a game changer yeah. when he gets in the game. You know, yeah. He changes the tempo, changes the style. He, he's just, he, you can feel the difference when he gets in the game. Like the um, difference so. between him and Lou is Lou, he, when he comes in, you're like, all right, he's going he's gonna to score. When Montrose comes in, you're like, Fuck! This fool is gonna do something. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know he's gonna make it dirty. It's he's like gonna make shoes, it like tire shoes, time tight. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. All right, all right. Last but not least, MVP. I mean, it comes down to two players again. But, um, but let's see who yours is. Um, Giannis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Giannis. He has a. A lesser of a supporting cast than I'm sure you're going to pick LeBron. <laughs> is, is that who you're going yeah. with? With LeBron? Yeah. yeah I'm, I'm, well, I can defend mine. No, no surprises. No surprises. I can defend there, him. But, um, no, I'm sure you will. I'm sure you will. Can I, can I get my shine, yeah. please? Okay. Um, I, I actually don't even have much to say. But no, he just he, the supporting cast is a, is a difference. The record is a difference. And coming back um from last year being the mvp you typically not always but you typically see a little bit of a drop off from the previous year's mvp win just because it's pretty hard to do <laughs> you, you play at, a, at an exceptional level for so long it, it even all these guys how no matter how good they are it's, it's hard to maintain that for a while you know so for him to come in you know this year and look um better in all honesty if you look at some of his numbers too from last year then i i'd have to give it to Giannis. i can't like i can't disagree with you on his stats and how relevant he is but if when you take Giannis off that team they're still a playoff team not a good playoff. No, when team. he's they they have a winning. You can't say they're a good playoff. They team. have a winning percentage when he's not playing. This season, they have a winning percentage when he's not playing. But if you were if you were to take LeBron off the Lakers, they wouldn't be a playoff team. They wouldn't be. And that alone I mean, tells you the value of the player think, for the team. Anthony Davis. You don't think Anthony Davis can get them? I mean, Anthony Davis. Basically, it would be the same team that Anthony Davis had in Memphis last year, or not Memphis. I'm sorry, um, New Orleans last year. Bunch of role players and him, right? And they they couldn't make the playoffs. So that's my point. It's like if you take LeBron off the Lakers, the Lakers aren't a playoff team. If you take Giannis off Milwaukee, they're still a playoff, con- not a contender, but they're a playoff team. They might be a seven, they might be a eight, but they're still a playoff team. Sure, I mean if that's your that's how that's I the, the only it, reason MVP's yeah, most valuable they're, they're player. Reaching, reaching, right? Reaching. What's that? <laughs> reaching for something. I know you got to re- re- reach for some kind of reason hey, why, hey. why LeBron's better. If that's hey. if that's your reasoning, then okay. Hey, 
once again, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna follow Aiden's motto. If you ain't cheating, you ain't trying. <laughs> I will I will justify any cause. To it. I mean that 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 was your LeBron MVP justification. No, because but, okay. that's like, all you all right. need. Though it's the most valuable player. It's not the most. It's the most you know valuable what? player if for you your take, team. Uh, if you take. If you take Chris Paul off of the Thunder, they're probably the he worst team be. in the NBA. He should be in the same so consideration. Should Chris, so should so Chris Paul should get MVP? No, I, I agree. He should be in the same consideration. He should be in that category of the these three guys. But you know what? We'll never know that. We will know what we saw from this season and how they played. Yeah. And for me, visually, and from what I saw, I mean, obviously, you can't go wrong with LeBron. You know, it's LeBron, but... Um, for the reasons that I mentioned, yeah, yeah. I, I also think with I think LeBron's fallen into that category of where MJ was, where you can't just give it to him. You gotta like, you gotta spread the wealth out. You know, right. like they were giving it to like right. players in the '90s that were like, "Come on now, fuck." Barkley was a good player that season. MJ was better. Like, you know, like they were doing it like that. And I like, I don't know. I feel like they're they're discrediting how consistent and good he's been for so long and he's not dropped a bit you know like he should have won a couple of more but they just kind of get passed out the, you know the wealth probably should have probably should have worked more right more i can't even speak he probably should have won a couple right more, and that yeah. says a lot because he already has like what four five he's got four i think, I think he has five yeah. i think he has five yeah so it, it's just yeah. that like weird thing of like they're the media kind of for whatever whether they like him or dislike him they just get split and then whoever else pops out of it wins it right so um but yeah i'm looking forward to tomorrow there's a couple more games um let me see how many more some good a, games tomorrow what's that got the fr- some good games tomorrow yeah. you got uh, yeah. the grizzlies playing the blazers first you gotta see john and damien go at it um, Celtics play. I forget who they play. And there's there's three games tomorrow. Nice. I'm looking forward to all those. Those are gonna be solid games tomorrow. So like I'm telling you, this weekend I'm just not gonna do anything. Oh wow, there's there's one, two, three, four, five, six games tomorrow. Yeah, there's gonna be a bunch of games every yeah. day. I was just damn. Yeah, every day there's gonna be. A well, bunch I'm not leaving the house for the next eight, 16 days. So <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you're doing, but I'm I'm gonna be up at from eight. What eleven thirty is the first game. Wow. I'm going to enjoy the next couple of days. My wife is going to hate me for the next eight, 16 days. So, Yeah, see, I'm I'm going to be smart. I'm kind of saving these days because it's just regular season. Yeah. I'm using my days for the for the playoffs. Yeah. Because I'm, I'm not missing a game of the playoffs. I'm going to watch every game. Yeah, so. Yeah. No, no, yeah. I mean, you can't, you know. So it's going to be fun. But I will say the other thing is, have you seen the uh, – the, um, the angle from the court, like the camera that's on the court, dude. I've I've been saying this. I swear to God, for like ten years, they need to change the camera angle for the games. Now, the camera angle that they have is on the court, right? There's this camera angle that they do occasionally. They're not doing it now, but it's rim level. Yeah. So it's just a little bit higher than the camera that they have. It's the most incredible camera angle. I I've been saying this for so long. I don't know why we have this stupid camera angle that we constantly... It's the same thing every freaking year. No, I agree. They need to just change it up a little bit. And the, the thing I hate most is when they show it briefly. Yeah. Like when the ball just comes up the court and then they go back. Can we just see it for a couple possessions at least? Maybe some people don't like it. I get it. 
Some people are not gonna like it. But let's just change yeah. it up a little yeah. bit, dude. Like, ah, man. No, I agree. I agree. Like, I've been begging for it. I've been begging for it. The rim, the rim level. I'm telling you, the rim level one is 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 unbelievable. Well, no, like the one where it's literally the court side. Like basically, you're sitting court side and they go back yeah. and forth. I'm like, just right. so like the full court possession, like going up. Playing defense, going offense, just do one segment of like 24 seconds, 24 seconds, and then go back to the regular camera. Like every once in a while, like once every quarter, twice every quarter, like that shit is just like you get like you feel like you're courtside at a game and that's your view and you just feel more involved in the game you know like you're not just like oh oh, it's a tv view you know vision or whatever like you're fucking there and it just looks cool um i don't know i i i think i mean they're testing it out which is cool maybe they'll do it more as they see the games go on and they've bro, they've had that technology i don't know if you remember like i think it was like late 90s they did this for the all-star game they've had this for a yeah. while you know and just just this thought of it the concept of it the different angles obviously they've had for a long time they just don't want to change yeah. for for some reason like they they just don't want to do it I think it's um, I think it's that maybe you don't see the court or you don't see the advertisements maybe I don't know I, I don't know um but there's got to be a workaround you yeah. know there's got there's got to be some way to to be a but that's a good point yeah. I mean you do see constant advertisements yeah. but you can just do it in a different way Dude, they could just know? do like you soccer still pop the advertisements soccer up. Literally at the bottom of the screen always has just like a rotating commercial. Yeah, going just through. have a running bar. Yeah, it's fine. You know, and what I like about that the angle too, especially like the courtside one, is you actually get to see how strong and fast Big. the players are. You get to see how physical it actually yep. is under the hoop. Like it gives you a different perspective yeah. of it from when it's way far yeah. away. Like you. Especially if you catch someone at the at the right proper angle doing like a crossover or someone like you see the separation that they create, it's it's pretty cool. Yeah. It's pretty cool to actually see it like that. You know, it's not something you typically yeah. see. And so it's not. I don't know why they don't do it more. And it's not like these are Sh- uh, Joe Schmo playing against you. These are like the elite athletes. And if you get crossed up by a, another dude, tells you how quick that crossover is, how that quick right. that first step is, that even like you are that. Point zero percent in the world, you still couldn't stay in front of them. You know, like the fact that they're that much quicker than everybody else in the world just says, yeah, no, I completely agree. I think they just need to, but, um, but yeah, I, uh, I'm excited. I, I can't wait for more games. So, all right, I, mean, I think that was a Dude, pretty I good, good podcast. So the Lakers lose the the the, the season and <laughs> they're not champions. I just I can't wait to rub that shit in your <laughs> face. Oh, oh, I'm God, telling you, I got, I got I got I got a couple of seats already VIP for us for a uh, Lakers parade. So. <laughs> I piss on that parade, son. Yeah. All right. Anyways, <laughs> before we get into another argument, I'm gonna end it. So, thank you for listening. Um, if you have any comments about why Iden is absolutely wrong picking. Um, what's his name? Uh, John Morant over Zion. Let us know. <laughs> or Giannis over LeBron. Let us know. Uh, thank you for listening, and we'll see y'all wow. next week. Peace. Peace.